Hi, everybody. It's episode 424 of PodQuest. Hey. Hey. It's Wednesday, September 28th, 2022. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hi. How's everything, guys? Oh, it's going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can just say that it's going. Let's go with that one. Man, I had a good day-ish. Work has been absolute shit for the past two weeks, and it's affected me in every other aspect of my life lately. Okay. Can I can I correct you on a, on a little something there, Rich? No, no, it's work is always shit, but it's been yeah. absolute shit for the past. Like it's been worse than shit for the past two weeks. Yeah, like, like I, I don't think you've ever actually said a nice thing about your work or uh, had no, ever but, had a good day. But there's sometimes it's manageable and reasonable, but the past few weeks has just been obnoxious. On uh, Friday, I clocked out, not finishing all my work because. I went to go do a thing. My boss was like, hey, do these things. I went to go do them. Uh, and they're like, they said, I don't know if they're going to go automated or not. Let me know if they don't go automated. Um, I wasn't able to do them automated. So I try it. And theirs didn't run automated, but also a few of mine didn't run automated as well. And they're like, all right, well, we changed the system. This is five minutes before the end of the day. We changed the systems to where if these things are already done on these loans, we can't do this at all, automated or by hand. Or we shouldn't be doing this at all, automated or by hand. I'm like, oh, it's nice of you to let me know that five minutes before the end of my day. Now I need to get details and specifics about this so I know what I'm doing. I then get that all cleared up, finish most of the rest of my work. I had to uh, uh, re-complete some of the other automated stuff I run that's based off of those not being able to be done. I had to recreate some of the scripts and whatnot. I do that, I finish it all off, I send out the emails, these are all done, these ones can't be done because of these steps are done. This is now 25 minutes after 5 o'clock. Oh, if I send you these, they have to be done by hand. I screamed. I literally screamed, clocked out, and turned off my computer. And almost took off yesterday as well as Monday. It's, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Did they say anything to you on Monday? No. No, I was off on Monday, so they didn't say anything to me on Monday. And then Tuesday didn't say anything to me about those loans. Um, but they did reiterate to me, if it has these steps done, unless I send them to you, they have, they can't be done, and you just let the people know that they can't be done. It's like, well, this is now going to make my job harder, not easier. Because sometimes these will fail for, for, sometimes you'll send me a lot of these. That are likely to fail for this reason. Then I now have to do and take more time to do. So th- thanks for making my work harder now. Oh, you're also going to add another three hours of work to my eight-hour day that I barely have. Thank you. Thank you. Have you thought about just being better at your job? No, I'm just going to do this thing called silent quitting or, you know, doing my fucking job. Um, And, yeah. Have you thought this- about being worse at your job so they give you less work to do? I don't know if I can be worse at my job because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing because I don't get trained right. Fair. That does seem valid. Like, I don't know how I could be any worse at what I do, but I am one of the better people that do the things that I do because I'm also one of three people that do what we do. It's ridiculous. But anyway, enough of my work. I can go on a rant about work. I can go on a rant about Twitch. Enough of those. Yeah, really. You jumped onto the to this this call and it's just been bitch 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 <laughs> look, look twitch twitch already is doing shitty stuff by taking away the hosting um and now they're 
editing how people can do raids. And that's just, like, that's fucked up. Man, I told you, like, three weeks ago, you should just move to Facebook. He did. I, uh, if Twitch. anything, I, if anything, I would, you mean YouTube. If anything, no, no, I, I mean, I actually meant Twitter. Twitter. You can't live stream on Twitter. Yes, if anything, know. I would either, it would either be TikTok or it would be YouTube. TikTok is because that's where all the kids are and that's where all the views are right now, or Twitter because, or, or, or YouTube because then I can just have everything there in one spot. Yeah, but you, or you could use Twitter where you could do spaces. They do they still do spaces? Yeah, I get little yeah, notifications they, they for it do, all the time. They do. They do still do spaces. It was um they used to have like stories, but they took that away after about six weeks. Yeah. Or six how, months. How about fan club? I don't know what that is. I think it's still an Apple only app, but you know, that's that's another avenue you could I, look at. I what mean, about this only fans? That was my next suggestion. Uh, that is that is that is on the table. Trust me, that's on the table right there. It is. Like you just have a printout of OnlyFans on your table? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, no. It's my table. Actually, is just it says OnlyFans all over it. Uh, when I'm bored at work, I just scratch into my desk only. And all all the tags of the people you pay for? Um, I don't pay for anybody. I only go to the free people. <laughs> Come on, man! I ain't got fucking money to pay for shit. You're making all that Twitch money. All that Twitch money. Yeah, I barely made 50 bucks in, in September. Hey, man, that's 50 bucks you could be given to somebody working hard on OnlyFans. I mean, I need to I need to give that to myself, working hard on sh- on Twitch so that I can Man, you're playing get better video games. Equipment. There's no work. I need better equipment, and there is work. I need better equipment. I need better overlays. I need better technology, and I need to have to pay for that shit. You need a new PC? Uh, <laughs> maybe in like the next two to three months. Yeah, probably. I mean, look, your, your PC's over a year old. It is already obsolete. Yeah, I, well, I mean, yeah. But so is the PS5 and Xbox whatever number fucking bullshit they have, right? You're not wrong. Uh, anyway, Rich, since we have a deadline, huh? what's on the agenda? On the agenda, we have a deadline, although Cobb adds something as we're in the middle of talking. Um, I actually meant to add that earlier and forgot all about it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, we're going to have a quick... Uh, discussion about uh deadpool 3 and a little recent announcement we got from that uh then cobble's on vacation and he wants to gloat to everybody about his vacation with halloween horror nights um while cobble's on vacation i played the game metal health singer um cobb got a stream deck and i also played and beat for the first time it's a steam deck. i said st- steam deck <laughs> yes i said stream deck didn't i it's yeah. a steam deck that, that, um, they are both real things so i can understand why i literally have a stream deck on my desk so uh, and also while Cobb was on vacation, I played and beat for the first time ever Chrono Trigger from 1990, whatever. I 95. Don't know. Okay. Um, and we all should have watched, uh, Swiss Army Man, uh, for Book Club. That is true. All of it. Yep. It's all yep. true. So, Deadpool. It, like, we, we knew Deadpool 3 was coming to the MCU. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and last night, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Released a little Twitter video. It's like a minute long, um, of him like saying how like he's he's working on Deadpool and they're trying to come up with the story and it's you know it it's normal Ryan Reynolds goofiness. Um, yeah. And then it ends with him sitting on the couch just going like I've got nothing. We have no idea what the fucking do. And then like Hugh Jackman walks by in the background and he just asks him if he, if he wants to be in the movie. And uh, Hugh Jackman says sure. And then hey, no, correction, he straight up asks, "Do you want to be Wolverine again one more time?" And Hugh Jackman says, "Sure." As he's going up the stairs. Yeah, and, you know, that that was one of those, like, you could barely tell it was Hugh Jackman in that video. 
Yeah. I mean, you knew it was Hugh Jackman, though, because it's Ryan Reynolds. He oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. best friends with Hugh Jackman. So, oh. for some reason, I don't even know... Oh, well, that's right. They met in with uh, Wolverine Origins. That's right. I yeah. forgot Ryan Reynolds was in that. So has everybody else. <laughs> even Ryan Reynolds... For, no, he doesn't. He didn't forget he was in that because of a cutaway scene that they did at the end of Deadpool 2. Yeah, I was going to say, that was Deadpool 2 that they had that little... Yeah, it's because they had, egg, the, right? they had the time travel technology. And so he, like, traveled through time and killed that Deadpool. And I think he killed Ryan Reynolds as he was reading the script for uh, Green Lantern. He did. He did, in fact, do yeah. that. Um, but, yeah, so then today they released another video of both of them actually on a couch. Um, and Ryan Reynolds goes on to explain that, you know, Logan is dead in 2029 when the movie Logan was set. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. in present-day MCU, he's not. He can yeah, still be around. MCU um, is probably... We're probably on par with the same year with MCU at 2022-ish. At this point. I don't think they've really advanced in the year that much. Actually, um, wasn't... uh When did Endgame come out? 2019, right? All right, so maybe it was 2024 at the end of Endgame? I think so. And, like, so we would still be in that ballpark, like... Because I don't think MCU years always match up exactly... No. Um, but, yeah, so they they do that little thing, and then they're, they're about to tell you about the movie, and then it just starts playing music over them talking and having fun, um, which is very on brand for a Deadpool trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, Hugh Jackman is going to be in a Deadpool movie, as yeah. apparently Wolverine. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 inter- I'm interested in this. I'm excited. I, I will say, I didn't think Deadpool 2 was that great. I thought it was good. I thought it was fine, but like I prefer Deadpool one over Deadpool two. Yeah, the first one was um, definitely better. Um, Deadpool two just had Deadpool two had moments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like I, I saw people online complaining like this is this is bullshit. Uh, the ending for Wolverine for Logan was so perfect that like we don't need him to do any more, and you can't bring him back. And it's like straight up in this video they said like yeah we're not bringing him back. It's just. Timelines, time travel, shit At- happens, and like they did it with uh, with Xavier, like yeah, yeah, you know, like they they now have introduced the multiverse in multiple ways. So yeah, it's not that big of a deal to just be like, oh yeah, no, this is Wolverine from Earth like one two three, and he wears the 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 original or not original, but the comic accurate orange spandex. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. blue spandex and. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. He's gonna finally we're finally gonna see him wearing yellow and blue because if he's not wearing yellow and blue, I'm not gonna see this fucking movie. hundred percent. I'm not gonna see this movie. I mean, it would probably be yellow and black if they did it, but I, I don't I don't think they'll go with that because like that costume does not work in real life in any way. That doesn't look, if they're gonna go with like the Deadpool like Deadpool goes full on comic. Like, everything that Deadpool has done has been full-on comic. They gotta go full-on Wolverine in the yellow and blue. In, like, the 90s cartoon comic. But that's the thing. They they probably wouldn't do the cartoon, so it would probably be the yellow and black or brown and yellow. But just anything of that, na- like, it's that it has to be yellow and something, honestly. So it has I, I, I bet that I, they do something to, like, poke fun at it, but I doubt that they yeah. actually have Hugh Jackman in that. Because, like... The Deadpool outfit works. Um, it's the same reason that Hawkeye never wore the Hawkeye outfit. It just it doesn't work in real life. Yeah, but, but I totally agree that like a throwaway joke of him coming out in it and then 
them going, no, that's too dumb, or, you know, whatever. Some throwaway joke of Hugh Jackman wearing the Wolverine comic costume. Yeah, they did happens. Have, they had the mask at the end of the Wolverine. There was, there were, it was one of two, was it, was it one of two? Were there two different end scene, er, and two different credit scenes that you could have seen when you saw it in theaters? One of them was the mask, another one was something else. So one of them was the mask, and the other credit scene is him in the airport walking through um, security mm-hmm. and asking for the pat-down. Um, and that's when everybody freezes, and Charles and Magneto yeah, yeah. come so out. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw it in theaters, I saw that one. I didn't see the costume. Interesting. I, yeah, I, I had to actually go online. Yeah, at that time, they had two different credit scenes. I don't remember see. that. I feel like I saw them both, but I may have just like seen them online after the fact then. I had to go online and look up the the, the costume or the, the that scene or something. I remember, yeah. like it. I might be I might be completely forgetting. Uh, we we might not have just waited till the end of the credits to see that part. Oh, but I do remember having to look online to see that 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 part of the scene. Okay, but you know, it would it would be fun to have like a legit like Wolverine and Deadpool team up movie. But I think it would also work for that franchise if it's just the dumbest fucking cameo ever, and that they play it up like it's like a major part. It's yeah. gonna be, it's gonna be like they did in uh, First Class, where he was there drinking at a bar. They go up to him, he's like, "Nope," and then they will just walk away. Yeah, or like like the Brad, like I put in the in the document, the Brad Pitt cameo from Deadpool Two, where he's the Invisible Man, and you don't see him until he gets electrocuted and killed for that like split second. Yeah. Um, I'd also, t- I, I think I said this to you, Drew, last night in, on the chat that, um, I could see it being one of those, like, the old X-Men movie playing on the TV in the background and it just happens to be a Wolverine scene. Yeah. But I feel like they're kind of leaning real heavy into him being in the movie, like, currently. Yeah. It, had they not done that, that second little video today, I probably would have kept thinking, like, it's just, it's going to be like a cameo like they did in Deadpool one or was that two where they it was it was two where they showed the um the x-men but like they were just like closing the door as he was walking by yeah yeah Um, that was no i think that was one i don't think they went to the x-men or expansion did i thought that was yeah i can't remember anymore no x uh deadpool one was when uh he went to the x-mansion to get help and all he was able to get was negasonic and 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 colossus deadpool two he created the uh the x-force yeah, but I'm, I think he does go to the X-Mansion and talks to Colossus again. And he's like, there's nobody ever here. And then, like, as they're walking down the hallway, like, a, a wall closes and it shows the, the X-Men from first class. I think so. Maybe. I can't 100% remember. Because in the first one, it was just those two X-Men. And, like, Deadpool made reference to, like, other characters. I don't know. It's hard to remember. It's been a while since I saw either of them. Yeah. yeah. But that's... That is still an interesting bit of news, and, like, that's what people wanted for a long time, was a Wolverine in the MCU. So, even if it's just a one-and-done, like, they're getting Wolverine in the MCU. See, see that's the thing. We're gonna get Wolverine, we're gonna get Lo- uh, our Hugh Jackman Wolverine in the Deadpool movie in the MCU, and then we're going to get a new Wolverine. Yeah. We're going to, it's 100%, it's gonna, that's gonna, it's gonna definitely be an alternate reality, and they're, he's, Deadpool's somehow gonna merge with this one. And Hugh Jackman's not going to come, but there's going to be, maybe at the end, a, a different one. And, but they're going to, like, he's going to pretend like he, or not pretend, he's going to be like, oh, yeah, hey, Deadpool, I've known you this whole time. 
but it's not actually Hugh Jackman's a different Wolverine, and then that's the relationship we're going to get from here on out. Or they just they just do the X twenty three Wolverine. Yeah. Let let Lara be Wolverine. Introduce Gabby so that you also get Honey Badger, and problem solved. I don't know. I, I see. I it's. I don't think they're going to do that. I think if they would, but to, they should. If, the, if yeah, they should introduce the X twenty three Wolverine. But in, in general, they should just. They're, I mean, not in general. You know they're going to do a real Wolverine. It's, I'm not saying X-23 isn't real, but they're going to do a Logan Wolverine. He is a mainstay in the X-Men. You can't not have Wolverine in a, in a, in a sense. No, I mean, you're not, you are not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. I um, just wonder who they're going to try to get for a new Wolverine. <laughs> I mean, if, if they want to be comics accurate, Dan Radcliffe. Well, why, why? Um, cause he's like five foot five and hairy. True, I guess. Um, I just don't think he could do Wolverine though. I mean, he's done so much other things. Did a dead guy, so he could probably do Wolverine. I don't know. I th- I think he could pull off like a a grizzled, angry Canadian. Cause really, like an angry Canadian, really just a British person. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I you know he does seem a little bit more grizzled in the weird movie. Yeah, like so, it, he's he's definitely more aggressive in that than yeah. than other maybe, stuff. Maybe his time on horns and weird will help him be a good Logan. And but no, they'll they'll probably go for another like six foot five, like two hundred and fifty pounds of pure muscle. Hugh Jackman's short. No, he's not. He's like six one. I thought he was short. No, no. that that's always been the like the, the that has been people's complaint about the casting. Like, not that he was bad as Wolverine, but just that like he is n- like. The opposite of Wolverine. Oh, I always thought he was short. He is six three, so he's even taller than me. Man, that's that's nothing. He's short, but not compared to like you know actual Wolverine, who is supposed to be I think five three, five three or five five. Yeah, like Wolverine's like a tiny little ball of hair and metal. Yeah, mm-hmm. most mostly mostly metal. No, mostly hair. Yeah, more hair than metal. It's the metal just just laces his bones. The hair covers his whole body. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Deadpool, um, I think that is September 2024. So not next I, year, but the following year. Yeah, not, I don't, I don't fully remember. I'm double checking that because it might actually be next year. I thought it said 23, but it might have. Uh, no, September 6, 2024. Okay. So it'll probably go into production like end of next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to move on, uh, I went to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Hollywood. It had uh, The Last of Us, right? No, that was yes. Orlando. Or, oh, that no, was, yeah, that was Florida. Orlando. Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, Florida, yeah. I, that would have actually been much cooler. Um, which, which with Hurricane Ian, definitely will be The Last of Us in Florida. Oh, no. Yeah, don't. No, that's... cut that out. Cut that out. Nope, nope, you did that it. That was it's... a bad one. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, so the Universal Hollywood had um, a Halloween, like a um, like a Michael Myers Halloween-themed one. Um, one by the weekend? Like the singer, mm-hmm. um, okay. that was very like it was very musical. Like there was a lot of music playing in it. I don't, I don't. I mean, I guess I don't really know anything about the weekend. I guess he might be into horror. I don't know why they would give him his own spot in Halloween Horror Nights. Um, I think his music fucking sucks. I've uh, other than knowing his name from the the meme on Twitter, where that one account tweets out every Friday that um. Daniel Craig clip of saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, it's the weekend." Um, I I don't know anything else about him. Do you, do, do you use Twitter for anything besides the jokes? No, not really. 
What else is Twitter okay. good for? No, look, I'm not judging. I just question because it sounds like all of the f- accounts you follow are just joke accounts. Um, look, Twitter is not yeah. good. Social media is not good for anything else. No, not at all. I just was curious. Um, um but no, but yeah. he he did he did the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Uh, I think 2020 or no 2021. I think was he last year? No, last or year was, was like Eminem, Dr. Dre, right, know, right. So then it was the it was the 2020 Super Bowl. No, it was not the one that the Eagles won because that was the last bowl I watched in the last 15 years. He did do 2021. Why? I could have swore he his his yeah yeah he did 2021. Two Super Bowls ago. Two Super Bowls ago. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Okay yeah. Because I was just like I was like he. I was confused for a second because, like, I knew he did it. He, his was the first one after quarantine started. His was that that seasons, the twenty twenty seasons, and it was bad. It, the show, the whole show was bad. I went to the Rock Hall, and at, uh, they have like a Super Bowl halftime show exhibit, and they had his 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 mirror lights display there. I'm just like, this is the fucking dumbest thing in the world. And his just music is just bad. It's so bad. He's he thinks he's from space. Yeah, I mean the the his like haunted attraction thing was fine. Like it was nothing special. Honestly, none of them were that good. Um they were all much shorter than like anything we get around here normally. Um like 5 minutes at most to walk through them. Um because of just the sheer volume of people, there's no break between people. So if you if you're not at like the head of like like one of like the groups that they let in, you don't actually get scared because all of the scares are happening, like, 12 people in front of you, so you see them happen without actually being, like, near them. Um, and all of the actors and all of, like, the props are, are basically on, like, a, like, a timer. Like, you could set your watch to how just consistent things, like, open and, like, they do the same thing. Like, the, the, there were a lot of actors, and they did not seem to be having any fun with it at all. Yeah. Um. Well, it's, I mean, first of all, they, would it start like a week or two ago? Uh, it actually starts the beginning of September, if I remember correctly. Yeah, or the so middle they've been of doing September. they've been doing this for a year or for not a year, a month at this point, and they're pro- and it's just like uh, this is this is too much, it's too much, and it's probably boring as hell to be back there. Yeah, and it's it's just like th- there were a few instances where like people were um talking, but it was just um it was like recorded voiceover basically. Um, one of the ones that was like most kind of just kind of pathetic was in the Halloween house, which the Halloween house was actually kind of cool. Um, there's one of the rooms is like the scene from the end of, I want to say Halloween one might've been two where the doctor shoots Michael. Um, and it's basically like Michael, like walking towards like you as you were coming through the, the room. Um, and then the doctor is shouting Michael and shooting him. And the guy that was dressed up as Michael doesn't even bother to move his mouth as the audio plays. just stands there stoically. Doesn't make any, any moves. And just holds the gun out and pulls the trigger after, like, in time to the audio playing the gunshots. Um, yeah, it was just, I don't know. I would, I would not go back to Universal, at least not the Hollywood one. I'd be willing to try the Florida one to see if, like, their actors get more into it or not. But, uh, they don't even have people in the park until after 10 o'clock. So, like, whenever you see it on, like, any ads for it, it always makes it look like they have actors, like, kind of, like, patrolling the park and, and, like, scaring people there, too. Um, they had like maybe two dozen people come out at t- 10 o'clock on the dot. So there were three hours where, where the event was happening, where there was just 
nothing going on inside like the park proper. They don't. So it's not like it's not like Six Flags where as the day goes on, more and more and more come out. Nope. It it's was just ten, ten o'clock. Seemed to be the that, time. There's like a little like event that happens near the front of the park where like they all come out and like they set off some pyrotechnics and then they scatter into the park. That's stupid. Yeah. The, the only good thing that they seemed to have going was most of their rides were still open, um, and we had gotten fast passes, so we were able to, like, we didn't have to wait in any of the lines for anything. Even the, uh, like, the Haunted Attractions had, like, 90-minute lines, but the fast pass lines were basically empty. Um, I think the longest thing we waited for was the Simpsons ride, um, and that's just a very long ride, apparently. Like, it just takes a long time because there's a lot of build-up for it. Um, Ho- Universal Hollywood is laid out very oddly, too. Like, because, like... California is just like on mountains. Um, it's different levels. So you have to take like four escalators down to get to the lower lot of the park. Oh, um, and there's, yeah, and like there are those like giant escalators. Um, and when you get down there, there's just a handful of things down there. And then you have to take the escalators all the way back up to the top where most of the other stuff is. They did have, um, the Harry Potter area of the park was a little more like spooky. They had a section like pumping, um, fog. That if you walk through, there were, um, excuse me, Death Eaters and stuff in there. And then, I don't know if they do this most nights or not, but they had, on the side of the castle, was um, lit up green. And it would um, cycle through the dark mark and stuff on the castle, like it was in the clouds. Uh, so that was that was cool, and like I just had a, a spookier atmosphere than the rest of the park did until, like I said, after 10 o'clock. Um, but yeah, no, the only other like like um halloween attraction that was like notable is they take the uh the the lot tour that you can do where it like trams you back into the actual studio lot and you get to see like some different like set stunt things that go off every time they do it um and that that one they take you back and they drop you off at a like more of like an outdoor haunted attraction and in that one the people actually seemed like they were having fun and they like it was like people running around with like the fake chainsaws and stuff well the real chainsaws but with no blades on them um, mm-hmm. And, like, actually, like, trying, like, actually getting into it and scaring people. And um, at one point, you actually walk through the, um, it's the actual uh, set for part of the ranch for uh, Jordan Peele's Nope, the movie that nice. just came out. And nice. as you're walking through that, so it, in his movie Us, there are people that mimic the, like, the, the people in the movie. And they all wear these, like, red jumpsuits. And they have a bunch of people dressed like that that were, like, mimicking people and stuff like that as they were doing stuff. It, it was actually really cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. It, it, it sounds like, honestly, in my opinion, you went to Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood. Um, probably, it, it, it's either going to be one of two things. Either one, people are just over it after a month. Or two, everyone who's there thinks they're too big for this because <laughs> they should be an actor. And they're not. So they're just like, rawr. And I think if you were to go to Florida, it might be a little bit more entertaining. Yeah. So here, I don't, I don't say that, I don't think that you're entirely wrong, but I do want to throw out there. We also went to Knott's Berry Farm, which if you guys aren't familiar, it's another, um, more independent theme park in Southern California. It's very mm-hmm. close to Disneyland. Um, I think it's actually, I think it's, it's listed as like America's oldest theme park or something like that. Um, Way bigger than I thought it was going to be. But um, Erica's aunt and uncle bought us um, passes to the Halloween stuff for them. And they have a similar setup where it was half a dozen like haunted mazes. All of them were at least three times longer than the ones at Universal. The props and animatronics weren't quite as good. 
but also the prop animatronics at um Universal weren't great either. Like they were better than what we get around here, um, but not like what you'd expect from like Universal. Like Universal can afford to do like better props. Um, Knott's Prairie Farm was also better than what we get around here, but still like a little bit more like do it yourself from the look of it. Mm-hmm. But from the time the Halloween st- stuff started at 7 p.m., they had people in the park, like in costume, like in character, like doing stuff. Um, if you looked at even their app, they changed their app at 7 p.m. So if you have it open at like 6.59, when the time changes over, nothing happens. If you force close the app and reload it, you get the intro screen and then it fades to black with like a bat animation and everything on the map is um, switched to the Halloween stuff. Yeah. And they have like zones marked as scare zones, which are the areas where all of the people are just out wandering around doing stuff. And they kind of filter into other areas, too. But it was all like themes. So they had like a ghost town section. So it was a bunch of like like zombie cowboys and stuff like that. They had an area that was supposed to be like a 1920s like like prohibition or, or pre-prohibition era. I can't think of what the what that would be called. Um, so you had people in like um, you had women in like the, the the flapper gowns and stuff like that. And then in the back, they had a boardwalk area with people that were dressed like clowns, but more like, not like your, your Pennywise from It clowns. Like, they had, like, clown makeup, but then, like, kind of, like, ragged clothing and stuff like that. But they were also wearing, um, a lot of them were wearing knee pads and boots that had steel toes, but the steel was on the outside of the boot. And these people would bolt across the park because it was all cement out there. And they would drop and they would slide on their knees in front of people like like to scare them and drag their feet behind them so their feet would actually throw sparks as they slid across the ground. Mm-hmm. It was super cool. And like at one point I saw a dude who um did like 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 a crab walk like where like his back was facing the ground and like he was walking on his arms and or on his hands and feet kind of like scuttling. Um, He did that with like his head bent backwards in a way that I've never seen a human being move before. And, like, it was legitimately creepy. Nice. And, like, that place is an hour-ish away from Universal, and, like, the quality was so much better. It's, it's an hour away from Hollywood, where you're not going to be an actor. You're no. You're going to be an actor. <laughs> but it's it's still Los Angeles. It's still the greater Los Angeles area. Yeah, I know. I'm just... Look, I'm just trying to make sense as to why the place where all the actors are had the least inspired actors. Like, it just... You would think somewhere where it has all the actors would have this, some of the scariest shit out there. I mean, yeah, that is true. Also, the place that is owned by one of the richest companies in the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like it, maybe, maybe Florida's better. Maybe just because of size restraints. Because Universal is like in the middle of the city, whereas like, oh, yeah. Universal Florida is in like an actual large area across, like. It's not in the middle of the city, right? No. It's, I mean, it's not, like not really, but it's still, like, Universal Orlando has two full parks, because they have Universal and Islands of Adventure. Yeah. Um, Universal Hollywood is just the one park, and, like, the Harry Potter world in, like, just the Hogsmeade section of Harry Potter land in Orlando is probably larger than the entire upper lot of Universal Hollywood. Yeah. Like, that park is very, like, it. it has... It has less than a dozen rides altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think there are a dozen rides just in Universal um, Studios just Orlando on, proper. There's there's a dozen rides on City Walk alone, and City Walk doesn't have any rides. Yeah, I mean that that is accurate. But yeah, it, it was weird how disappointing 
Horror Nights were, but like the uh, Knott's Berry Farm definitely made up for that. Yeah. I'll also say the scariest thing we saw, Portland, Oregon. <laughs> that place, not worth going to. No? No. No, it was super depressing. Um, homeless tents everywhere. Um, we were told by multiple people that it basically wasn't safe to leave our hotel. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's been a lot of people going missing in Portland. Uh, yeah, like, we so like we stayed in downtown, which was, was apparently a bad idea, but the other side of town, there wasn't really any place worth staying. Like, the, there was a double tree across the street from their mall. Their mall is empty. There were, like, three stores left open and an ice skating rink, mm-hmm. and that was it. Yeah. Isn't, was it, wasn't it Portland that had that uh, super long protest of people who were refusing to work or something? I can't remember what the protest was. It wasn't an Occupy protest, but it was another protest. Maybe, but I, I, I don't know. I know, like, like, the one, like, good thing we, or, like, like positive thing we saw while we were there was, like, there's a lot, there's, like, a, a big, like, positive, like, LGBT, LGBT plus, um, mm-hmm. I don't know all the other letters, um, community there that, like, seems very, like, vibrant, um, and a lot of businesses had, like, Black Lives Matter, like, plaques in their window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, if nothing else, like, they're at least for, like, you know, social um, positivity, I guess you could say. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... Because I... Was it Portland that had, like, the police station that, like, just shut down or something? That was recent as well. I can't fully remember. But, yeah, it's it's it sucks. Because Portland sounds like an awesome place to go. Um, but no, If you're going to go to that area, go to Seattle. Seattle's super yeah. cool. Um, yeah. Portland, just... We were there for a day and a half. We ran out of things to do after the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you went you went from Oregon down to, to Hollywood, right? We went from Seattle. So we, we flew into Seattle, Washington. We spent Saturday and Sunday in Seattle. Well, in that area. Um, and then Monday, like late morning, early morning, we drove down to Portland. We were in Portland from like Monday afternoon and through Tuesday. And then we left very early Wednesday morning and started driving south. And we drove to, um, we drove to San Francisco, took a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge and then drove a little further south for the night to stay, um, just south of San Francisco. And then Thursday morning, we drove the rest of the way to Los Angeles and we're in Los Angeles for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then flew home Sunday morning. So did you drive the PCH at all? We planned to. Um, what we found out uh, while driving through Oregon, Erica gets super anxious driving in mountains, um, even as a passenger. Like she was, she was very uneasy in some of those like hills and stuff like that, especially when... You know, the speed limit's 70, and, like, you're going over these, like, turns with just, like, a cliff next to you. Um, yeah. And, like, I get it. Like, I can understand being super just not comfortable with that. And that was basically the whole drive from Portland through to San Francisco. Um, so I, we, we talked when we kind of got to the hotel, and I'm just like, if if this was bothering you as a passenger, I don't think we should do the Pacific Coast Highway. Um, cause the gap we were going to do was from San Francisco to Los Angeles. And yeah. that is the gap with some of the like gnarliest roads where it's just, you know, it's a two lane highway with just five feet of dirt and then a sheer cliff to the ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, uh, I, I've, that's one road trip I've always wanted to take was the one from Seattle all the way down. Which like, just... that is like a week of driving. <laughs> yeah. Um, like it would be cool, but like that's one of those things where you want to have like, a big car and a couple of people and just a couple of people that you trust to drive because like some of those roads are definitely hairy. Like 
I was fine driving on all of them, but there were a few times, and, like, we got hit with a little bit of rain, like, between Portland and, like, northern-ish California, um, where, like, it was it was not fun to drive in those conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, we rented a BMW, because that's just what they had, um, and, like, it, like, it drove well, but it also was super aggressive with its lane assist. Mm. So, like, if you even slightly got close to, like, the lines, it tried to force you back the other direction. And uh, a couple times, if, like, a lane, like, if two lanes merge together, you know how, like, when that happens, there's that weird gap where, like, the lines are just super far apart. Or, like, when in, when you um get on from, like, an exit ramp, um, there's just that section where, like, there's a line on the left and then there's nothing on the right for, like, several feet. Yeah. Um, it would like freak out at that point and, and it would try to force you into one direction or the other. And that was just, that was not fun to deal with. I'm sure you could have turned that off. Yeah. My car, I know you can, but I couldn't find the button that, that showed the symbol on it. Yeah. But it, it was also, it was a very computerized car. It was a nice car, but very computerized. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but how about we move along? And, uh, Rich, why don't you tell us about Metal Hell Singers? Metal Hell Singer. Um, Druton actually watched me play a little bit of it. I did. Um, I played it on stream, uh, Thursday after we last recorded. Uh, cause I was just like, I was at a loss. Monster Hunter is just, it, it was dull and I really didn't know what to play. So Metal Health Singer had, I believe, just come out that day. And it was Sounds available right. on, I was available on Game Pass. So I was like, sure, let's do this. Let's try it out. I've been interested and totally, totally like, ex- kind of excited for this game. Um, no. Uh, yeah, it seemed hella meh just watching it. So it the concept of the FPS rhythm game is really good. It's a really cool concept, it, and the execution of the FPS rhythm game is good. Everything else about this game is bad. I mean, it's a good concept that has been tried multiple times, and is never a good game, so it's actually not a good concept. It actually is a stupid concept. I've, Fucking I've, don't. I've never seen an FPS rhythm game before There's this. There's been at least three others. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast Fucking Har- Harmonix made one. That was I bad. It was I don't real remember. bad. Harmo- like, and if anyone was gonna get it right, it's Harmonix. Like, but, like, the, the mechanics behind, like, Alright, attacking and shooting in rhythm. Like, at first I started and tried it on mouse and keyboard, and I just couldn't get the rhythm, I couldn't get it down. But then I switched the controller, and it helped me better, and it helped me work it. I started to understand that, like, alright, dashing works with the rhythm as well. Not just shooting, there's dashing, there's everything you could do to try to keep your combo up to hear more of the song. And, like, the song, progress. You get you get more and more of the song as you progressively get a higher and higher combo, um, and the goal is to just have the highest combo to get the highest score to get from point A to point B of the level. But unfortunately, this is the thing that, for me, kills it. It's an arena shooter. You go into a, an area, you kill everything, more things spawns, you kill everything, more things spawn, you kill everything, more things spawn, you kill everything. No, this is not your podcast skipping. I'm straight up just, that's what you do in this game. So, question, what do you think first-person shooter campaigns are? Um, not that. I mean, th- there's a subsection that is that. I would not say all of them are that. Like, uh... no, like, literally, if you, ha- have you, Call of Duty first-person campaigns are not arena shooters. Uh, they super fucking are. Not, not, they're, they're 
they are more tactical. They're not just run and gun and shoot. And it is it it is not more enemies come as you kill all the enemies. It's, no, there is... there more enemies come until you get past the one door you have to get past to stop the enemies from spawning. But this is you need to kill things over and over and over and over and over again by running around and killing things until and then you can open the door afterwards. Like there's no I, like. There's no progression in the game until you kill everything. I mean, I'm sure Call of Duty has gotten better, but in, like, the older, like, PS3, 360 era ones, literally, if you didn't didn't try to move, enemies would not stop spawning. Well, that's... Ever. (laughs) I never... Well, that's, that's... That's not arena shooter. That's a shooter with enemies coming at you that you need to keep moving forward. It's a tactical shooter where you need to kill things, move forward, kill things, move forward. Arena shooter like Doom, where you go into a spot, you kill th- waves and waves and waves of enemies until it lets you leave. That's an arena shooter. Yeah, I the, I would say that the, there is that difference where... You, you're where Doom, the one at least tells you you're done, the other doesn't until you've figured it out. I've never had a problem in Listen, a... Like, but I, I I also haven't played Call of Duty since, like, Modern Warfare 3 on the 360. So I, I can't 100% say, but, like, it's never... Like, this... There is a an arena shooter, and then there are FPS games like Call of Duty. Like, there is a distinct difference, and this is flat-out an arena shooter that is boring as fuck to me. This style, this arena shooter style is just not... My cup of tea. I don't find it fun. I don't find waves and waves and waves of enemies coming at me in the same area while I'm running in circles in the same area fun. It's, I See, like... It can be done well, but not all games do it well. Like, um, Bioshock Infinite was an arena shooter. Like <laughs> The vast majority of first-person shooters really play that way. They like, play that the way, but... vast majority. But, but there's a difference between games where you can progress by just getting past a certain checkpoint. Versus games like Doom, where the checkpoint is clearing the specific number of yeah. enemy spawns. Yeah. And it's like, there's, like, for me, it, at least Bioshock Infinite, and again, Bioshock Infinite, haven't played it forever, didn't feel that way. Like, the at least the area that you were in fighting these enemies were unique enough to where there were several different paths and directions you can go to fight these enemies. And it didn't feel like it was just constant waves of enemies, it was... One singular wave of enemy that you were trying to fend off as you're getting to a progression point. But it's, th- Bioshock like, was also much larger um, arenas, yeah. whereas Doom was always a little more yeah. constrained because that was part of the excitement of it was yeah. you had these giant demons coming at you in a fairly contained area. Yeah, and so it's just to me that like, that whole that whole concept felt dull and boring, and none of the levels really felt different it was like it was like to like the the art of the level and like the level design like some of it was in 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 cave systems with fire and lava and some of it was in desert areas but oh and some of it was in mountainous areas but overall the level design felt like it was always go forward turn left go forward turn right go forward turn left and at each turn there was an arena like there was no design there like it just to me, when I heard about this game, I apparently there was a demo I never tried. Um, I just I I was like, you know, rhythm shooter sounds cool, metal music sounds really cool. Let's get into it, and it's just it's fine. It's at best no, fine. 
it was not good. Don't don't even. You, it no, was you, not Drew, good. Drew, you didn't play it though. You watched me play it and complained about it on my stream the entire time, but you did not play it. The yeah. the the game the 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 mechanics of the game were like the the rhythm style and the, the how they do the rhythm and how that all works and your added damage or your one complaint you constantly kept saying was that you could not tell the range of the sword well the reason you couldn't tell the range of the sword is because the better you were hitting the sword on the on the rhythm the further it hit that's why you couldn't tell i could tell that cuz i was playing it but, it is a but even still feel. the game visually does not give you a good representation of that, and it should. It did, though. To me, it was giving me a very good representation of that. Because if I wasn't hitting on the the beat, there was no red line. And if I was hitting closer to the beat, there was a little bit of a red line. And if I was just off the beat, there was an even more red line off the sword itself. I was able to tell. You could not tell because you did not see what I was doing. You could, you weren't watching my hands. You weren't watching the beat itself. You were just watching the game. The game as it plays is fine. It's no better than fine. I don't think it deserves anything better than a, it's fine. Well, I don't right. think, I, I think you have to play it now and you have to come back in a couple weeks and tell us is it, if it's garbage. If I had Game Pass, I would. I thought you did have Game Pass. Nah, if my thing ran out and I don't fucking play games on my PC enough. Well, play games on your PC more. Uh, I've got Diablo. <laughs> you could you could play Ninja Turtles with me. I, I could. I was I was playing that every Sunday on stream for like that. A that month. is a good game. Like that that game is worth the time. I I literally have two characters. So what is there? Seven characters. I played it every Sunday for five weeks, and I had no one joining me. You could totally play that with me. Um, I could have, but I can't play video games on Sundays now. Uh, this was like a month ago. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not playing Ninja Turtles right now. It's you c- and you or, could or, play video games on Sundays. You can multitask. No, you could definitely play n- video games on Sundays. It's just Ninja Turtles. After you beat it once, it's kind of the same thing, and you can just keep doing it. And it's just hitting the button to attack, but it's really fun. Yeah, and like, um, like football is all the same thing too. So if you have two things that are all the same thing, it's like doing one thing. Sure, I guess. <laughs> But, yeah, it's, like, the story, I wasn't expecting anything special about the story from Metal Health Slinger. It was just, you, uh, you play, I don't even remember what they called you, like, the Nameless or some shit like that. Or the Unknown. You play as this character as the Unknown, um, and you meet up with this skull. I can't remember the name of the skull. Um, but you just, you're, you're trying to revive a lost loved one or some shit like that. And it was just, like, it was very generic. And the worst part for it, to to this game for me, every boss had the same exact design. Like, they they did not have a different design besides a weird thing with wings made out of stone. Maybe a slight change in its face. But that's, that's kind of where it lost me. It's like, all the mechanics for the bosses were the same. It was just shoot the boss. There was no, like... Like, some some of the bosses was, oh, I had to run and shoot it from underneath. But overall, it was just walk around in a circle and shoot the ball. Yeah. It's funny, like, I've heard a bunch of other places kind of speak very highly about this game. I want to read these reviews. I haven't read any reviews. Because even on, like, Steam, I think it's getting fairly decent reviews. Like, it's, it's it like, strong, mostly positive reviews. Um... And even online, like, uh, Metacritic and stuff, it's, 
getting mostly positive reviews, like overwhelmingly positive on Steam right now. Um, but I, 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 part of me thinks that that's mostly because, oh, metal, wonderful. Yeah, like Steam reviews, just they don't count. They no. don't because yeah. like things just get review bombed or reverse review bombed for whatever fucking reason. I mean, it, the studio that made this game is also seemingly very tiny. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's just because they're a tiny studio doesn't mean they made a good game. Yeah, thir- no, I was just saying like it's thirty people and two dogs according to their webpage, which <laughs> their webpage not even done. Yeah, Metacritic's got it at a 79% overall. Steam has it at a 10 out of 10, overwhelmingly positive. But a lot of the Steam reviews are like, you love metal, you'll love this game. It's like, no, because it's more than metal. The the soundtrack, honestly, in my opinion, isn't really all that great. No, uh, that's exactly what I was about it's, to say. It, the music it, wasn't even good. It like, sounds like shitty Evanescence. Yeah. Like, it's not that great. I, I like Evanescence. I haven't listened to them in a while. I like... At least old school Evanescence. This sounded like worse Evanescence. Like the Doom soundtrack is infinitely better. Oh, I mean that, that first this. Doom 2016 soundtrack is one of the best game soundtracks of the last 15 years for sure. Like Mick Gordon, very good at making like, metal music. Oh yeah. There's a there's a mod recently released that lets you add your own music into Metal Hell Summer. You know what? Better soundtrack. <laughs> for sure. But I'll, I'll put um. Oh, there's a TikTok going around where people at concerts like, if you want to some like dance like a potato, or I don't know what it's saying, but like that's probably a better soundtrack than the sound. Like, I I do want to give the soundtrack a shot. I I haven't listened to it just on its own. I think it's all music created for the game. It's not like it is no professionally known like metal artists and performers. I think I saw uh, Serge Tankian is on one of them. Serge isn't on one of them for sure. I wonder if we can just find the album. Middle Health Singer album. Uh, watch the YouTube OST Radio Times. Let's see. The Lamb of God, Dark, Trank- Trank- Dark Tranquility, Ginger, Soil Work, Dark Tranquility, Dark Tranquility, Dark Tranquility, Serge Tankian. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bunch of metal, but the trivium is on there. Uh, so yeah, it's, there's, there's a bunch of like, bigger known metal performers but to me it just um it it wasn't square enix created a better album with starlord the band than this metal uh compilation did i think starlord the band was a much better album i mean look starlord the band like that music was actually pretty good it was fantastic i listened to it all the time i added it to my desert island if you were to get lost if you were to get stuck on a desert island with only five albums that is one of them is starlord the band nice uh, but yeah, it, it, I give Metal Hellslinger a shot. I don't think it translates well watching people play it. I think playing it, you start to understand and feel the mechanics a little bit more. But honestly, even after that, it's just a fine game. Like it, it, it is something that like I can see myself. I haven't gone back to it since I played it. I can see myself going back to it and just like doing some of the challenges, trying to get that score score up. If you are a score chaser, if you are a scoreboard kind of person. This is probably your game. If you're going to do that, just fucking play Doom, Walnut. Like, play Doom. <laughs> Don't play this game more. Play Doom. I like these mechanics. I like the the, the, the rhythm mechanics. That's what I'm saying, though. If you have... If, if I don't have Doom accessible to me. It, it yes, you game do. Pass? It's on Game Pass. They fucking bought Bethesda. It's on Game Pass. Also, they were 
I'm pretty sure both of them have been free PS Plus games. So it actually does not look like Doom uh, 2016 is on Game Pass. Really? Doom Eternal is the most recent Doom that's on Game Pass. Yeah, Just play so Eternal, it's fine. Doom, Doom 3, Doom but, 6... You could go play Doom 64. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Pretty if much any, the same. Of any Doom I would go back and play, it would be Doom 3. Really? Yeah. I, Isn't that I, the one that, that no one liked? Yes. No, that... Yeah, it's the one that no one likes because you had to carry around your flashlight and you couldn't have your flashlight out with your gun. But it was actually a good game. People just hated the fact that you had to take your flashlight out. Huh. Yeah. It was, also- the, it was I played a lot of it back in the day. My brother had it on PC. I played a lot of it. I really enjoyed it. That one wasn't as much a an arena shooter as like the modern Dooms are. Yeah, I mean, Doom Doom Eternal is also fun. But like, if you don't like arena shooters, you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. Like, and that's a, like the the only thing keep like Metal Health Singer is still on my PC. Am I going to ever go back to it? Probably not. But I can see myself going back to it and trying to get that rhythm and keep going. But it, it's not it's not a for sure definite. It's just a I've got twenty minutes to kill. Let me throw down this game real. Yeah, which like you know there are worse ways you could probably spend your time. Yeah. When when you when there's a game that I have no problem not beating, you know it probably wasn't the best of games, mm-hmm. or, or you know you just it it wasn't your cup of tea. <clears throat> but Tomb Raider, uh, the, se- the second Tomb Raider, I did not like. I still felt the urge to beat it, and did eventually go back and beat it. Oh, I forgot that you actually went back and beat that one. Yeah, yeah. There, I I, I started to lose interest in Monster Hunter Stories too, and I've been thinking I I have I never beat Stories too, and I have to go back. I'm it's been on me like I need to go back and beat that soon. So I'll probably do that in like November ish. Yeah, because didn't you kind of fall off that one just because of the pace you were playing it at? The yeah, the pacing I was playing it at, and just like the story felt like it was going to end like six times, and I think I'm near the end. I don't really know, but yeah, I just kind of lost interest and whatnot, but. Let's let's uh let's move on to uh uh the Steam Deck. Cobb, yeah. you can finally play PC games. I can. I mean I I've been able to for a while, I just chose not to. Um yeah, so I got a Steam Deck. It's it's a cool little thing or medium sized thing. Um cuz it's not very small. Uh <laughs> it it is it is actually legitimately really cool though. Um I mean I we it actually arrived while we were away. So Oh, that sucks. Yeah, like it showed up, I think, on the Wednesday we were away. Um, which it, we still have it significantly earlier than it was originally scheduled for. We were originally scheduled to get it, um, Q3 or later. And we got it at the end of Q2. Or, no, I'm sorry. It was supposed to be Q4 or later. And we got it at the end of Q3. So, like, it was supposed to be like uh, sometime after the end of October is where we were originally scheduled. Cause I, we didn't pre-order it until June, if I remember correctly. So, you know, pretty good turnaround time. Um, and I got the email and like finished the, the purchase process pretty quickly and it shipped within like a couple of days. Um, I, I was very confused during the, during the purchase process where it it told me that I had $5 off. Um, and I thought I had some sort of discount until I realized, oh, right. There was a $5 deposit, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yeah, so I played, um, I didn't play anything groundbreaking on there. I, um, I played a bunch of super meat boy. And I started uh, Half-Life 2 for the first time ever. For the first time ever? You've yep. never played Half-Life 2? Never played Half-Life. I've never played Half-Life anything. What? The the closest How? I've ever... I've I've never had a PC to play games on. That's, 
that uh, you never had Orange Box on the Xbox? Nope, I had it on PC that I couldn't play. <laughs> wow, that uh, just blows my mind. That is the, like one of my most played games of all time. I haven't the, played it in forever, but it's one of my most played games. From like 2000 till 2010, the only PC games I played were Diablo and MMOs. Um, cause I, I still, to this day, I, I cannot play first person shooters, mouse and keyboard. And in the early mid 2000s, like, um, controllers for PC were kind of garbage and they just didn't map well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I always thought you got Orange Box on the Xbox because I could have swore you were one of a few of us that got, I think it was you, Vogel and Brandon got Xbox and I could have swore you had Orange Box. Nope. I had, I had no reason to get Orange Box. Because I I had played Portal separately, or I I might have played Portal at work actually the original Portal, um because it came out while I was at GameStop, and then I had never played Half Life, so I had no reason to play Half Life Two or Half Life Episode Two or what wh- whatever other games came on there. Like I, I had no interest in any of them at the time, and like I didn't really care for first person shooters until like very recently. Like most of like the PS3 and PS4 er- eras. I did not want to play first-person shooters. I did not find them appealing. Um, Halo was kind of the exception to that, um, and like there were there were a few here and there. But yeah, I just I've seen people play Half Life, um, Half Life Two. I don't know that I've seen anything from Half Life One ever. But I own a bunch of it on Steam just through various things over the years. Like I have a I have a lot of games on Steam. I have like not as much as like you guys probably have or most people have. But for somebody who does not really play pc games i've got like a hundred some odd steam games Look, just i don't have i don't have that much on steam only 299 games i but, wonder how many i have because i don't think i have that many um I, a lot of that was cushioned very recently with the ukraine pack from humble bundle though. probably about like a good 40 so it probably was like two prior to that so i've got 121 steam games 90 percent of them if not more, were from, like, Humble Bundles, where I paid, like, $5 and got, like, 30 games. Um, and then, like, I also have some stuff in here that are not Steam games. Like, I have Diablo 3 through, like, loaded into here, and um, a, a couple of other things. Oh, that's funny. I apparently have a game called Helltaker, and I was very confused when I saw that and immediately thought, like, how do I have Metal Hellsinger? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I have a lot of games that don't matter, though I have most of the Star Wars games. Um, like the old Star Wars games, like Dark Forces, Jedi Knight, stuff like that. Right. Um, almost none of them are playable on the Steam Deck right now. And who knows if they ever will be. Yeah, I, I don't expect a lot of those just because they are so old. But, um, in doing some research, like, they are still actively, like, both testing games and, like, getting them to run on the Steam Deck. Cause, like, I was reading an article from last month that listed a bunch of games as, like, not playable on the Steam Deck, but when I searched them today, they're all Steam Deck verified now. And, like, Valve is at least making it easy to tell. Like, if you go to a game in the store and click on it, it will tell you, like, on one of the little panels, like, whether it's Steam Deck verified, meaning it plays perfectly on Steam Deck, whether it's playable, meaning that, like, there may be some, like, hitches in it, like, um, a a lot of the things seems to have to do with, like, on-screen text maybe being a little messy or... Being able to input things, you have to actually open, you have to manually open up the on-screen keyboard for it. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. And like, none, it's not like something that makes a game impossible to play. Like, it's not like trying right. to play Zork on it. Like, or, or the original, um, Rogue. 
where like oh like not having a keyboard would make that game unplayable yeah uh but yeah so half-life 2 i played like maybe half an hour 40 minutes um i got to the point where um and i spent a lot of time just wandering around like kicking things because you know half-life 2 really good physics especially for a game 22 years old or something like that um so i got to the point where um gordon got sent through the teleporter for the first time the, okay i was making sure that made made sense um and that's kind of that's where i'd stopped but i also played a ton of super meat boy like i said um and i started uh, getting it set up to be able to play game pass games which it can't technically play game pass games but if you install the microsoft edge app in desktop mode you can add that to steam and then you can uh change a few things and run a console command and it will um it will actually let you open up edge and have it go right to the the game pass page and you can basically play like the streaming the cloud streaming version of the games Hmm. cheater you're modding your xbox you're modding your uh uh Steam Deck. No, I just I installed an app. That's all. That's you're modding your Steam Deck. You're running your console command. That's uh, fine. I I I do want to grab like some emulators for like some games that I own physically that are not playable really at, anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like like old Game Boy, Game Boy Advance games, Super Nintendo, and Genesis games, like things where it would it would actually be a hassle to try and get those set up, but like that I would like to go back and play. That aren't on, you know, like the Switch online service already. Yeah. Um, but the, the hardware itself is really nice. Like, it's got a really nice screen. It's big, but it's not heavy. And it actually, like, ergonomically, like, it feels good. Because, like, the the handles are actually, like, like they actually have a handle to them. They're not just flat the way the Switch is. Okay. So, like, your hands can actually curl around the back a little bit. Um, it's got, it's got too many buttons. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Um, and not yeah, in that... Just- there, no, there's definitely a lot of buttons because I played um the what's it called? The, it was the Aperture uh, Desk Job, which was supposed to be a Steam Deck like um uh tech demo basically for for anybody, and like they they show you that like how many fucking there's like four buttons underneath on each hand or at least three underneath on each hand, and then yeah, there's a yeah. Lot. So it's got it's got you know triggers and bumpers. It's got the four face buttons, the D pad. The two analog sticks, it's got two touchpads on either side, too. Um, that, like, um, Half-Life, for instance, defaults to, um, the right touchpad for looking around. Your analog stick works, too, but it, it tells you that it wants you to use the touchpad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's got four back buttons, like, like, like bump, like back bumpers, like the, um, the Xbox Pro controller has those, like, paddles on the back. Um, or you can buy that adapter for the PlayStation 4 controller. Um, it's basically got those built into it and, I haven't played anything that like either has those mapped natively or that I've had a reason to map them so far. Um, I think the only Half-Life 2, the ones on the left-hand side makes you do like a little bunny hop or crouch without like locking you into the crouch position. Um, and that's about it. Um, one, one cool thing that, I, that did happen with Half-Life, the, the right analog stick that you would use for, for camera movement, if you, as soon as your finger touches it, um, it activates the gyroscope. So, and it took me a minute to realize that's what was going on. I put my thumb on onto the stick, and I wouldn't be looking around, but I would. I kind of like adjusted myself and moved the the Steam Deck, and it made Gordon like the camera turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of like messing around with it a little bit, and I realized like if you if you touch the analog stick at all, you can use gyroscope to kind of look around. As soon as you take your finger off, moving the the console does not change your camera. 
it was like it was actually a really cool effect. Um, I ended up turning it off because it was just becoming hard to to actually lock into something because it is a handheld. So like just little movements while you're trying to also look around with the analog stick were kind of very jittery. So I have an important question to ask you. Now that you have a PC, how many hours of of City Skylines have you played? I don't own City Skylines. Well, this is your fault. You need to get City Skylines. Um, I can guarantee I will not buy City Skyline. But they just released a new demo, or not new demo, a new, uh, a new, new, new uh, update, a new expansion that I have not gotten, and I kind of am upset about the the expansion. Not upset that I haven't gotten it. The little bit I've seen of that game, um, I would, I that's one of those things where, like, if I bought it, I don't think I would ever actually open it. You're missing out. You would, you would, it's it that you would play that just as much as you play um, Power Washing Simulator, 100%. I hate building. I hate city builders. I don't like those games are not fun for me. You're wrong. Like, I hate The Sims. I never really enjoyed Sim City. Um, any games that have like, like, like um, base building or anything like that, I skip all of that. You're wrong. Like, I understand why you like it and why people like that stuff. I find it so fucking boring. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be calming. That, you know, not for me. I just get frustrated because, like, it's also the resource management. I don't. I don't have patience for resource management. <laughs> well, there, there's no resource management in City Skylines. It's just money. Well, that, and that's what I mean. Like, like I don't have the patience for doing a thing to get money to do the next thing. Um, if I don't like it, the only time I ever played The Sims, I would just put in the all money code and just build crazy houses, and that but was no, it. Like, like, I wouldn't even have people in the houses. I would just build elaborate houses. <laughs> I I have. So I have a system in City Skylines at the moment where literally within, I'd say, if I were to start a new city right now, I would not have any money woes within an hour. And I would never have to worry about money ever again unless something catastrophic. Which, I mean, that's good. Um, It's, it's kind of like Stardew for me. I really like the aesthetic and the idea of Stardew. After maybe 30 minutes, I just completely lose interest. And I keep trying to go back to it. And again, like 30 minutes in, I just lose interest. Yeah, that's always been me with SimCity as well. It's like, I'll play for a little bit and then be like, alright, I'm done. Where's the thing to create a disaster to destroy this city? Mm-hmm. 90% of... I, I'd have to... I'd, I'll have to change it. Probably about 85% of the cities I build, I build in one sitting and then never go. It's... it. Yeah, it's... I've, I've only gone back to a handful of cities. Yeah, which, like, I can understand why people would enjoy that sort of thing, but... Mm-hmm. I. I actually don't think um, City Skylines was like Steam Deck verified either. I think it's going to be. It it should be. I saw somebody recently talking, but I actually didn't watch the video because I don't know. Well, maybe you should buy one. I don't need one. So it's playable. Um, The game's launcher slash setup tool may require touchscreen or virtual keyboard um, and have difficult to read text. And some functionality is not accessible when using the default controller configuration requiring use of the touchscreen or virtual keyboard or a community configuration. Which, that is also something that's kind of cool. Like, in in games, like in, in in the Steam app on the Steam Deck, if you go to, like, the gear and manage, um, and you go to manage controllers, there are a bunch of community, like, submitted controller layouts that you can apply to different games that just set that specific game to like, a type, a, a different type of, of layout than, like, the default Steam Deck one. Um, I haven't dug into that a ton yet, but I, I saw a few of them, and, like, I could see that making a lot of sense depending on the type, especially if you're jumping between a lot of different games, like, if you're playing, um, like, like, city builder games, like City Skylines, and then 
you know, tactical RPGs like XCOM or something like that. Yeah. Which I I might play XCOM. XCOM seems like it would be a good Steam Deck game. XCOM just in general seems like it would be a good game. I've always wanted to play them. Yeah, I mean, even like um, Marvel Midnight Suns, I might, um, if that goes PC, which I believe it will. I think it's PC. Yeah, I think it's, I think it was PlayStation or PC. Yeah, so like assuming that's the case, if it's, uh, if it's Steam Deck verified when it launches, I might grab it there because at least at that point I can, um, because I do have a Steam Link also that I bought like secondhand very cheap, um. I have a Steam Link that I bought when they were like, all right, we're done with this thing. It is $5. Who wants one? Yeah, like, I, I bought one on Amazon for 20 <laughs> And it was it was not brand new, but whoever had it must have opened it and then, like, maybe used it once because, like, it still had all of the packaging in the box. Like, you could tell that, like, the bag had been opened and stuff like that, but, like, right. everything was still in, like, the original wrappings and stuff. So, I just... I, I've used it like once or twice. It was just I didn't have any Steam games that were like were worth sort of the the time it takes to set that up every time. Um, but now having a way to play things like handheld also like that opens up a whole new world of possibility that yep. doesn't require me to sit in front of my computer. Oh look at that! I own Portal and Portal Two apparently. Well, I think Portal Two was like if you bought Portal Two for the PlayStation, you were given it for free on Steam or the other way around or something like that like they did they did a cross play cross promo event where if you bought it for one you got it for free on another okay yeah um so yeah i might actually should to segue in a moment i might actually use the steam deck um to play a bunch of rpgs um like i have i have that game 2064 read-only memories that like a lot of people seem to be a fan of like a number of years ago um and all the Persona games are coming to it soon. Or, yeah. you know, most of the Persona games are coming to it soon. And they will probably run better on the Steam Deck. Um, at least Persona 5 will probably run better on the Steam Deck than it will on the Switch. Um, so I might get that there. And I also, I own Chrono Trigger on Steam. So I might, uh, I might check that out. Cause I've never actually finished that game. I've just played like large chunks of it over and over again. Chrono Trigger? What's that game? I don't know. You tell me because Rich, you apparently played in completed uh chrono trigger for the first time over the last what two weeks yeah uh could you can you guys believe that i never played chrono trigger before absolutely um yeah uh i i'd remember watching my brother had it on however many systems he had it on because he buys everything on everything um yeah he's got he's got he's got a problem he does Um, somebody needs to have an intervention for that guy there's no way no he won't listen so it doesn't matter. That's true. Uh, but yeah, so I was, uh, one of my channel point redemptions on stream is it's 10,000 points, which honestly isn't that hard to get. 10,000 points, you make me buy a game and I have to play it from beginning to end to completion. Like, I have a quick question. I know you told me this once before, like months ago. Uh-huh. What, what is the actual rate at which channel points are earned? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like, uh, it, cause it, it varies based on like you just sitting there watching, you probably get one every five minutes or something like that. But if you're being active and interactive in the chat, you'll get bonus boxes that you can unlock to get like 50 every 10 minutes. But it really depends on your interactivity and things like that. I don't really know what the breakdown is to getting channel points and how many channel points you get in X amount of time. I, and I've been on some people's streams so many times I've got 40, 50,000 points. Like, 
I, and it's just, I mostly, I don't really spend them because I'll be streaming while they're streaming. I'll just jump on, hey, I'm here, I'm lurking, here, take a drink of water, and then I'll go back to my game or whatever. So it's, it's not hard to get up to 10,000, but it's also, it is kind of a feat, which is why to me, I'm like, all right, if you save up to this many points to get me to buy, to get me to, to want me to play a game, I'm going to have to buy it. Like, I, it's, it's a game that I have to buy. Um, and so somebody redeemed that for Chrono Trigger. They're like, I've been wanting you to play Chrono Trigger forever. It's my favorite game ever. And I want you to play it. So here, here's 10,000 points. Go buy it. And I'm like, Hey, good timing. It's on sale for like six bucks. Awesome. Um, and so I started that, uh, last week and pushed through actually maybe like last Sunday or something like that and pushed through and, and beat it yesterday. Um, unfor- I should have beaten it on Monday. But I timed myself a little too much, um, or, or I didn't, um, what was I trying to say? I didn't give myself enough time to actually realize how long and how ridiculous that final boss fight was going to be, and I had scheduled a a Z-League Apex tournament at 8 o'clock on stream, so I couldn't, I, I, I was just at the edge of time, and I, I died a second time against the boss, and so I had to, like, alright, I have to come back to this. It still took 45 minutes for me to go from right before the boss to watch all the ending content. 45 minutes of an SNES game, which is nice. wild to me. It's wild to me. The boss fight alone takes about 20 minutes. And how long did you put into the game altogether, would you say? Uh, I would say roughly 20-ish hours, maybe a little bit more. Um, I, I know I beat it a little bit on the fist. 23 and a half hours. But there is some time in there that, like, I was away from the keyboard. I was dealing with tech issues. There was one point I actually got sick last Thursday, and I threw up while... I I had to run to the bathroom. I wasn't on stream when I threw up, but I threw up while streaming. And so, like, there's, like, a half-hour gap in there. So about 20 to 23 hours it took me to beat this game. And it's... Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that's actually not bad. I I would have assumed it would have taken longer, especially having never having you never having played it before. Yeah, um, and, and, like I did have a little bit of help, and um, I um, the only thing I I didn't use any guides. I did get a little help from the chat from the person who redeemed the points. The only time I did use a guide was for all the side quests because a number of them have you jumping back and forth through time, and like I didn't want I didn't want to take five hours for something that took me with a guide three hours which is i didn't that's fair yeah so like that is the only time i had a guide uh for the rest of the time i was just playing straight through just doing everything and then like asking questions when i had it and it was it's it's a fun game i like the the battle style with the combo techs and the combo techniques um i like uh I like the, 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 how you can have the battle be either active or inactive, depending on, like, what you're doing. So if you're selecting an, an attack, if you're in the menu selecting an attack, everything's gonna wait. But you can have it set to where if you're in menu selecting an attack, things are gonna still attack. It's, it's kind of like an easy mode, hard mode type thing. I ended up having to change the battle system to wait because it just, it gets too overwhelming. And I can only imagine how that final boss would have been. If I had it set to 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 active the whole time, because that final boss is a bitch. It is hard. Um, the whole game is actually relatively difficult. It's not the it, it's not super hard, but it's it's one of the harder RPGs I've played. 
Um, but it's one of the more fun RPGs I've ever do. It's really good. Which, I mean, that is a general consensus, and everything I've ever played of Chrono Trigger is really good. I've just... Yeah. It's one of those games where I'll play, like, like a decent chunk of it, and I probably get about... On average, I probably get a little more than halfway into it, um, and then I just, for one reason or another, fall off. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, I think my most recent time I, I was trying to play through it, I, um, I got to the... I got a little ways past where you get, um, where you get, like, magic and stuff, which is probably, what, five to eight hours in? Three to five hours in. Okay, so a l- little bit shorter than that. But that was, that was all in particular, like, a, like I did not play that long because it was the old DS version. Yeah. And I just, like, at one point, I'm just like, I don't feel like playing this on the DS anymore. Or it was the 3DS mm-hmm. at the time. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah. it's a well-loved game. It is. It was so good. The music's amazing. The art style for, like, like, obviously, the original version didn't have, like, the animation and stuff for the, 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 the movies and whatnot. But, like, there was a, like, an anime, like, a one-off anime and OVA made for it that they kind of put together and put into this version, the Steam version, which was, like, the PlayStation 1 version. And, like, it's, 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 it's Dragon Ball art style. It's amazing. Chrono is Gohan. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, um, Toriyama basically makes all of the 90s RPG characters. Yeah. yeah, and it's just, it's so, it's it was so cool, it was so good. And, like, even the time travel aspect doing the side quests was a really neat concept. Um, and the side stories themselves, the side quests, were, like, very heartfelt, and, like, I, I still catch myself thinking about um, the side quest where you, you find out about uh, the one character, Luca's past. And then, um, even the worst part is, spoilers, when you beat the game, you save time. Spoilers. Obviously, you're trying to save time. Um, but one of the timelines that you beat, or one of the timelines, after you beat the game, one of the timelines no longer exists. And that's where one of your characters is from. That the robot is from a future timeline that now technically no longer exists. Um, so as he's leaving... It, the robot saying goodbye is one of the saddest goodbyes I've ever had to read and <laughs> and and sit through. The fucking robot, and even at one point he's like, "It looks like my oil uh, uh, receptors are are filling up a little bit more." Because he crashes into something and like he's crying and can't see, and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" The fucking robot gets me to cry. What are you doing? But it was it was so good. All the characters are well made. Uh, it was, yeah, I, I can't, I can't praise this game enough. And, like, I, I've been wanting to try to go into some more old school RPGs. I know that Breath of Fire games, or some of them are on the, uh, Nintendo emulators on the Switch. I've been wanting to give those a shot. I don't really know how good they are. But, like, I might try to go more into, like, these older school style RPGs. Even, although it's not old school, uh, but the, um, uh, what's, what are those games called? Uh, more recent RPGs. Like Tales games? Not the Tales games, but I want to do Tales of Arise. I really want to do that. Um, but th- it was a different one. Um, it was on the DS and Switch. Like the, the uh, Bravely Default and stuff? That's it. That's it. Bravely Default. I want to get into the Bravely Default. I've, I've heard Bravely Default was good. The sequels, apparently not so much. Well, there was only one sequel, and yeah. I, no, there's, I there's two. There's Bravely Default 2 and then Bravely oh. Second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, I think Bravely Second was like the most recent one, and that's like yeah the new story. I don't know, but I I it, like after playing this and seeing some 
piqued interest in my viewership from these kinds of games. It has me interested in trying some more of them on occasion. So, I uh, suggestion. I, I know you have um, Resident Evil stuff coming up through October. Um, mm-hmm. You should think about doing um, Chrono Cross Radical Dreamers. Um, because that just came out, um, over the summer and it is, so it's got the, a Japan only, um, like mini game that is radical chrono cross radical dreamers, um, where it's, uh, it's supposed to be a kind of middle game between Mm -hmm. chrono trigger and chrono cross and fills in the gap a little bit with the characters from chrono trigger. Um, and then that, that game also has chrono cross. Um, which, while not as endearing as Chrono Trigger is for a lot of people, is still actually a, like a really good, um, like turn-based RPG with, mm-hmm. rather than being time travel mechanics, it, it has like a multiverse mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just a huge roster of potential characters. It's one of those games where you can't actually get all of the characters. Um, and there's certain characters that like you can only get if you don't get another character. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that kind of makes the game a little more interesting because you just your first playthrough you just don't know what you're 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 going to end up with as a team. Yeah, yeah. It's I I remember watching my brother play Chrono Cross back in the day, and it it wasn't fully a game that I was super interested in, but it was also dumb and stupid and didn't really yeah, care it about came RPGs out in the back then. Late nineties, so yeah. Um, but that that is an idea. I do want to do the Tales of series. I want to get a rise. I have Tales of. Symphonia, I think, on the Switch. It was on sale recently. Like, the Tales of series is fucking huge. Um, yeah, I know not that's... all of them are, like, fan favorites, but, like, a good amount of them are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, my stream might be incorporating a lot more RPGs in the near future. Also, um, Radical Dreamers, only $20 on stream, or on Steam. Oh, is, is that on sale now? I'll, I mean, I'm not going to play it now, so I'll probably wait until it's cheaper again or when I'm ready to play it. But. No, no, $20 is its, its regular price. Yeah. But it, it's technically two games. Like, Radical Dreamers isn't long, but it's at... I, and I think it's a text adventure for the most part, but it's still, like, part of the Chrono Trigger lore. Mm-hmm. And then Chrono Cross is just a, a solid game. Yeah, but that's, um, that's, that's an idea. But let's, uh, yeah. You ready to move on? We'll talk yeah, about let's move uh, on. talk about our book club, which was for Swiss Army Man. Yeah. So we uh, we did we we over the past two weeks we should have read. Uh, you guys heard this last week, but we still kept it in the same timeline because of wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff and copying on vacation. We moved things around, so our book club is again this week. He is Swiss Army Man. It's Daniel Radcliffe. Um, I don't remember the other kid's name. Paul Dano. Um, he was the Paul, the Riddler in the Batman. Yeah, Paul Dano, and I guess it's a Daniels movie, which they did. I didn't realize they did everything everywhere all at once. Yep, I did not realize that. Um, yeah, it, it, that was a movie. Um, I I enjoyed it. I it did. made. Of course you did. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> did I say it was good? I'm just kidding. I didn't. Yeah, I'm saying you saying that you enjoyed it is not surprising and also wrong. No, it's not wrong. It made me laugh. I uh, thought it was ridiculous. I I laughed at it. It was funny. I enjoyed my time watching it. I can also understand people not liking this movie, but it made me laugh because you know what? Farts are fucking funny. I, I have a bold claim here, Cobb. Ready for this one? Okay. This is the worst movie we've watched. 
It might be no, the worst nope. movie I've no. ever watched. No, we by have, far. We no. have watched way worse. Um, no, I did not. I did not enjoy this. Like, I did not think this was a good movie. I I got virtually no enjoyment out of it. I I chuckled a few times. Um, but like, we have watched worse movies. I I laughed more at Fantastic Four than I did at this movie. Like, from a technical standpoint, like maybe worst is not the right word but least entertained i've ever been watching a movie is the way to put it like i could not finish this in one sitting i don't know and it's I'm only pre- 97 minutes long i it was pretty fucking sure so bad i was far less entertained watching the aew all out 2019 i was far less entertained watching the wings game a month ago Fine, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, but movie. it's the the worst movie we've watched. I, I get that is I, my bold I, claim. This movie fucking was so bad. We we it was watched so bad. We watched Jingle All the Way too. Fucking better than this movie. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I like. I did not hate this movie that much. I fucking no. Uh, I thought it's unbearable. It's I, so stupid. I don't... Like, I can understand not liking it. I can understand just being like, this movie's not for me. But to turn around and say unbearable is a bold claim. Like, I... It, it, yeah, like, I said it was a bold fucking statement. It's it, fucking... Is, I cannot believe... It's, it is also it very much... Good like good reviews. It's also... A, like, it's a subjective statement, because obviously it's an opinion. And, like, like I, like, we're at very different levels with this movie. Like, Drew absolutely despised it. Rich, like you didn't necessarily like it, but like you found no, you found I, enjoyment in it. I um, thought it, I th- yeah, like I thought it was weird. I thought it was like kind of off the wall, and I, I, again, understanding of yeah, I can see why people probably wouldn't like this movie. But overall, I got enjoyment out of this. It made me laugh. It ma- I thought it was funny. There was some stuff that was just absolutely stupid. The fact that it took him like four days to get from the beach to the fucking house when it took them less than an hour, seemingly, like. What? But still, it was just, it was a weird movie about a creepy kid, and it was just funny. Yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't find any of it funny. Um, like, I laughed one time, to- exactly one time at this movie, and it was basically a, uh, okay, really, they said that joke? It was when uh, Daniel Radcliffe was like, well, if I have sex with your mom, or masturbate to your mom, then you're not weird anymore. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. If fine. I masturbate and think of your mom, you're not weird anymore. Yeah. 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 Like that, that was the thing. There, there were, there, I actually, I think Dan Radcliffe actually like was a bright spot in this movie. Like he had some, he had good delivery on some like fairly terrible lines. Um, but like, yeah, just there was very little in this movie that I could, I could find redeemable, but like, <laughs> like I didn't. The writing was bad. It. The plot was bad. It was l- literally. Actually, I sort of chuckled at the last line of the movie, which was the woman just saying "what the fuck" as Daniel Radcliffe fart jet skied his way mm. back out into the ocean because, re- like, reasons. Like, I don't, I don't. Because he's a magical dead man who's not dead and has magic dead man powers. That's why. Yeah, I guess like I did not enjoy all of like basically toilet humor. Like, it, I just didn't think any of it was funny because it was too overdone. Like, ha- had that stuff been a little less forced down your throat, I probably would have found that stuff a little funnier. But it was like every scene was either, like, 
something coming out of his ass, something coming out of his mouth, them using his dick as a compass, like, it just, like, I didn't think any of that was funny or entertaining, but I thought some of, like, the dialogue that, like, Daniel Radcliffe's character had was amusing. Um, but, like, his, all the weird interactions with Paul Dano's character, like, made it less entertaining. So, like, I'm definitely, like, I, I think I said it in, in our chat, like, I think that movie's, like, a two-star at most. One and a half is more accurate, probably. Um, but it's funny, like, I, I actually really enjoyed everywhere, er, everything everywhere all at once. So, like, while, like, I don't think Drew would ever willingly watch another movie by those guys. No, um, no, a, a thousand percent, if I know they're involved, don't so, care. Swiss Army Man is a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. Seven, seven out of, 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. 3.6 out of 5 on Letterboxd. I don't even know what Letterboxd is. It's like a, it's, it's a user review platform. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is on Google itself is 4.4 stars. Like, it is not, like, it is, it is, you guys know I don't live off of reviews. I don't care about reviews, but, like, this is, when I saw, after I finished watching it, I did look these up and I was like, I can see, I texted Cobb. And on the side, I texted Cobb and said, you are going to fucking hate this movie. Talking about you, Drew. I was like, Drew's going to fucking hate this movie. But I didn't want to input any, like, thought into your head. So that's just why I didn't text it to you first and be like, hey, you're going to hate it. Um, I, I guess this was before I called it a negative 10 out of 10 in the, the group chat. Yeah, I, like I watched the day before. I watched okay. this on uh, on Sunday night. So, yeah, it was like a day before or whatever. Um, I, like, I knew you, I knew... Almost immediately, you weren't going to like it after about a half hour. Um, but like, I legit almost stopped watching after five minutes. I, 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 I would. I'll be a hundred percent honest. If you stopped watching it, I would not respect you anymore. Uh, because oh, we it's have a movie. this. We have an hour and a. It was. It's an hour and a half commitment to watch a movie and talk about it. And if you decided to stop watching it when I sat there and watched the Wings game, that I had nothing to say about it. And WWE, like. Like there is a little bit of all right. You, you, this is the commitment that you've agreed to. Understandable, which is why I finished it. But fucking shit, the first ten minutes of that movie are god awful. It's like yeah, I mean, god I think awful. I messaged Rich. I even messaged you after like the first ten minutes, and I'm like, I don't like this. Like this is really bad. Yeah, and, I, like, look, I, <laughs> I mean, look. It is your obviously it's it's subjective. It's your opinion to say it's really and bad. I, like, I I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's a. Oh, I know movie. that, and I wasn't attacking like, you with that. Like yeah. that was not a like you picked a bad movie. Like you did, but it's not like you picked. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't I, go so, into this as you're like, oh, I really like this I movie. Know, I want you but, guys to watch it. It's like I've never I'm, seen yeah. this either. Let's see what I'm it's just, about. I'm just saying though, subjectively, it's not a bad movie. Yeah, that and you can have that. That can be your no, 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 your, no. Your according, subjective opinion is according, that... According to IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, it is not a bad movie. No, that... I mean, that's not exactly how that works. No, it's a 72%. It's that, not rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. 72%. That's like a C. Okay, that's not a bad movie. That's a C. That's a passing grade. 6.9, 7, 7 out of 10 on IMDb. That's a C. That's a passing grade. Yeah, I, I I bet this movie got like good critic reviews, um, from the people that that gave it good reviews because it was kind of absurd. Um, whereas like I just don't think I like absurd comedies like that. Um, because I there was another one like years ago that I remember watching that I just absolutely fucking hated also, and I both, cannot think of what it was. Both audience and the Tato meter have it at a seventy two percent. 
So it's a 64 on Metacritic. That's still passing. Still passing great. Like, it's not a 2. So top critics on Rotten Tomatoes have it at a 56%. But all critics have it at a 72%. Audience rating is a 72%. That's 10,000. The all critics is 211. So it's... Like, it is a very divisive movie. It's really what it is. It's yeah. You're either going to really enjoy it it, it, like, it's one of three. It's normally divisive as one or the other. You're going to love it or you're going to hate it. This is, you're going to love it, you're going to hate it, or you're going to understand people hating it. And I I sit in the area of, I enjoyed it. I laughed. I, I got laughed more in this movie than I did with, say, uh, um, Jingle All the Way 2. And I don't think we've really done many other comedies. I've laughed more and have gotten more enjoyment out of this movie than a good number of the lesser good movies that we've watched. I think I laughed more at Jingle All the Way, too. I I got laughed more at this movie. I chuckled more at Jingle All the Way, too. And the gut laughs are the things that keep me... That that, that bring it over. Because, yes, I I laughed a little bit more at Jingle All the Way, too. But this got me, like, laugh out loud guttural chuckling. Oh, yeah, I didn't get any of that from no. this movie. Yeah. yeah. But, like, like you so. like pot- It's alright. You like potty humor. <laughs> Your Farts are 12. funny. Okay, uh, farts are funny. Like, they they're, are. They're funny once. They're not funny for 90 minutes. Look, I hate Rick and Morty, though. I'm gonna 100% say that. I think Rick and Morty's the dumbest fucking show out there. But farts are funny, okay? So, so do you, how do you feel about Terrence and Philip? I don't watch South Park. Well, but farts are funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you should watch. South, you should so at least watch by, the episode of South math, Park with Terrence yeah. and Philip. South South Park isn't just potty humor. South Park. I just no, th- we're I've not never, saying South Park. We're just saying Terrence and Philip. I've never. I don't watch South Park, so I don't know Terrence and Philip. Come on, like, guy, it's all farts. Come on, come on, guy. I would probably <laughs> laugh at it, but I don't watch where that's from, so no, I can't I will, comment on it. You would actually probably get a kick out of Terrence and Philip. Um, yeah. Just because, like, their entire shtick is they fought, fart on each other, and they're Canadian, so they have that, like, their face is just cut in half. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ooh, I gotta, I gotta ask all my Canadian streamer friends why their faces aren't cut in half. <laughs> keep forgetting to do <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, I, yeah, this movie was not, <laughs> it was, it was not, the, it was not the worst movie we've watched. I can understand why people <laughs> would enjoy it. Um, I would not recommend it to people, though. Yeah, like, it was it was not what I was expecting, uh, for sure. Like I was expecting just this weird like indie comedy about a a dude who finds a a a guy who a dude lost at sea who finds a dead body that can do things. I did not expect it to have this whole underlying creeper stalker story in it. Um, and like honestly, I can't really even think about what kind of themes they were trying to portray in this fucking movie. like that's that's kind of the harder thing about it is like it's not really a good movie to be like oh well this theme or that thing because like it was just a movie about a dude who was obsessed with a chick and then he found another dude who happened to be obsessed with the same chick and neither of them knew this chick and that's just like that is where it did turn me off on the movie i'm just like i don't I don't like that aspect. I don't like the the dude obsessed with a chick he's never actually physically talked to or met. Because also it hit a little home because I kind of was that guy at one point at one time, and it kind of just I was like, man, I was weird. 
because I time, thought about that last week. No, 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 this is this was in in college. I rem- I actually remember the girl's name. I'm not going to say it, uh, but I remember like we had one or two classes together, and we had friended each other on like MySpace or Facebook, whatever was the thing at the time, and like we had gone to Oticon, and I was like, maybe I should buy this chick something and ask her to hang out and give her this thing. Um, and then I got the 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 worst advice from the worst person, and it was. Mr. J.S. And he was like, yeah, do it. And so I did it. And then I never actually saw the person, never actually gave them the thing. But it was it was like, it hit a little home because I was like, man, in college, I was this weird dude that I'm watching this movie of. And it's uncomfortable. And I hate that I was that dude. But I'm not that dude anymore. I don't do that shit. No, 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 but this not, is just weird. Now you're the corpse that, that farts all the time. <laughs> you know... I don't fart in public though, so I wouldn't. So you really are be that still good. the dude. Uh, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm Rich, actually. You're not helping mm, yourself. Actually, actually, Radcliffe stopped farting and doing things after the public came. So I that, am, the, I am the, the corpse. I was gonna say the the last thirty seconds of the movie was him like motorboating through the fucking water. Yeah, but like the last fifteen minutes was the corpse not doing anything anymore. That's true. So That's it's true. like it's more more of it. Like if I had to, I would fart in public, but I don't fart in public. I don't I don't force a fart out. I don't know. Um, Have you ever heard me fart? Probably. If you say so. Um, do you guys want to know what the next thing is? Sure. Sure. All right. Um, so to to keep with the Halloween spirit, since it'll be the beginning of October, um, I thought we could watch the um folk horror film Midsummer. Okay. Um, I have heard it is very good. It's um, I don't remember the the person's name who made it, but it's the same person who did the movie Hereditary, which was also a very good weird horror movie. Um, a little more cerebral than like monster movie, and I get the impression that's kind of what Midsummer is too. Yeah. Um, it's on Showtime though, so if you guys signed up, uh, well, Rich, you said you watched on Paramount, but Drew, I, if you I, yeah, if I you signed it. up for the thirty day trial, um, that should be plenty of time to watch this without paying, Rich. Um, it's on Showtime. You can sign up for a 30 day trial. It's also like a three or four dollar rental on Amazon if you just want to rent it. Um, I will probably just rent it because I don't feel like making an email address just for a trial. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, I, I mean, it's on Paramount Plus. So, oh, is it really? No. Yeah. Well, it says subscription, but unless, yeah. no, like so. I said, I that was the same thing for Swiss Army Man. So that's. If, That's if, weird. If, it is not showing up on Just Watch as a Paramount Plus show. Stop using Just Watch and just Google the fucking movie. Well, well Richie, when I Googled uh, Swiss Army Man and it said Paramount Plus and then I opened Paramount Plus and it said I needed a Showtime subscription to watch Swiss Army Man on Paramount Plus. Well, it says it's on Google. It says Paramount Plus watch now subscription, which when it says subscription means you need a subscription to one of the others through Paramount Plus. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it is Showtime, but I have Paramount Plus, which apparently has a Showtime account on it. Oh, or your brother, maybe you may have yes. accidentally signed up for the Showtime trial through Paramount Plus because that's what Midsummer is showing as too. It's like it's a Showtime movie that you can add Showtime to your Paramount Plus subscription, kind of like you can I'd, do with Amazon. I'm going to have to ask him if he already had access to Showtime, because if he didn't, then I'm going to have to make sure he cancels that. But I should not have had access to make any changes, because I have my own account on his account. 
So I'm not the primary account. So he, knowing him, he probably pays for the slightly more expensive one. Um, yeah. cause it looks like it's only $8 a month and you get Paramount Plus and Showtime. Yeah, yeah. So then that's what he's doing. Oh, absolutely. If you get the two for one like that, I would do the same. Yeah. So yeah, you don't have to do anything then. You can just watch it through the Paramount Plus. The problem was when doing the Paramount Plus, uh, trial, you couldn't just tack on the Showtime trial uh, onto okay. that. You had to pay $8. So I almost didn't watch this movie if there wasn't a free Showtime subscription. I almost didn't watch Swiss Army Man because I was like, it's not on a thing I have. I'm not paying money for this. But Showtime had a separate free trial. So I had to then go download that app. Yeah, I was a little bummed at the $4. Like, and, like when I Googled it originally and like looked, looked it up, um, it... Everything always shows Amazon's lowest price for a thing, and it showed it uh-huh. as a two ninety nine rental. I'm like, okay, three dollars, like that's not a big deal. Um, the actual rental price was four dollars, and like it's it's only a dollar more. But I'm like, man, come on, yeah, give me that two ninety nine price. Mm. I watch it in standard definition on your four K T or whatever. <laughs> I'd rather just I, I would have just watched it on my cell phone at that point. Uh-huh. You could you could have done that. Absolutely no. reasonable. I mean, I could have. My phone is large. It wouldn't have been the worst experience, but it would have also been a pretty bad experience. But anyway, two weeks from now on October something or other. October, da 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 That's too many months. 13th. 12th. Well, it'll be, the episode will go up on the 13th. We will be talking about the folk horror movie from 2019, Midsummer. Um, and that's M-I-D-O, or S-O-M-M-A-R, not Midsummer. Yeah, it's Samar. It's it's um uh, Swedish. I, I think so. One yeah, of the they're, Scandinavian. They're, yeah, they're they're somewhere in a Scandinavian country on like a trip. It's got um Florence Pugh is one of the main characters in it. Newly single Florence Pugh. She's on the market, everyone. There you go, Rich. I, I thought you weren't the creepy guy anymore. I'm I'm not, but Potato just keeps talking about it on Discord. And you're just keeping track of whether just she's making, single or not. Just making sure Potato knows, like. She's she's newly single still, so. Uh, but anyway, that's gonna probably do it for this week, cause Rich, you have things to go do. Yeah, I mean they're probably still playing Minecraft, so we we would have a little bit more time. But yeah, I have I have uh friends to play games on stream on their streams. All right. Well, in that case, if you would like to find some more content of ours, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by by supporting us at Patreon.com/slash-onequest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can get your favorite podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon, all the fun places. Rate us, review, review us, subscribe to us. Everything helps more than you'd know. Uh, you can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. And Rich, uh, what is your Twitch channel? Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for video game streaming. Uh, I can't say Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday right now because starting on Saturday, October 1st, we are doing Resident Evil October, where the goal is to beat every Resident Evil game from 0 to 8. Every numbered Resident Evil game. I gotta make sure. Uh, 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 no no Code Veronica uh, or Umbrella no. Academy or Umbrella Chronicles? No, probably. Uh, I, I mean, Umbrella Chronicles is just a, a shooter, uh, the, a railgun shooter, and Code Veronica I don't think came with that, um, with the Humble Bundle that I got. So, it, Code Veronica, I don't have access to Code Veronica at the moment. 
But no, we're just doing every number, zero through eight. Uh, the idea is start on Saturday and we play every day until we beat that Resident Evil and then we take a day off just to relax and then we go back to it with the next game. I'm hoping to have Resident Evil 0 cleared by Sunday. I want to have through Resident Evil 2 by uh, the end of the first week of October so that I can easily take off the 8th and 9th for Comic-Con, which God, i got to talk to you about Comic-Con later, and then go on from there, trying to give myself a full week for Resident Evil 8 because I've never played that one. Now, are you playing the remakes or the originals? Uh, whatever version was on the Humble Bundle, which is all the remakes, uh, primarily, not the older ones, not the original ones. Um, it's honestly the most recent versions, because the way I'm kind of justifying that is, if I were to sit there and play the old school ones all back to back to back to back like that, that would get super stale. But at least in this way, every other game is a new style of game, so it's going to feel a little fresh, a little bit more fresh. Yeah, I'll have to send you, um, I, somebody on, I want to say it was Twitter actually posted, like, the optimal way to play six, like, 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 character order to actually have it not suck. And it was just, mm-hmm. like, pl- like, like, what order to play the character stories in, basically. Yeah, I'll have to look all that up when, when it actually gets to six, but we're, that game is going to be a week in and of itself. Which Unfortunately. Sucks. Um, it sucks. But yeah, so, uh, we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.